Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Just Winging It. And we have, it's been a minute since we had a guest. It's been a minute since we had a male. Ekaso, everybody guys, I'm Shina Leasley too, you know. Ebala Platewa, full guest to walk. I'm Evo. Kedu, kedu. So, what's up, guys? It's your girl Osa. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Just Winging It. Hello, Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. This is our relationship. We out here on Valentine's Day. Just content for y'all. And we have a very special guest. If you would like to introduce yourself to our listeners. Hi everyone, my name is Biodun Laro. Um, I guess this is about what I get to say, aka V Diesel. Drum roll. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me thank on here. I am here. super excited. I mean, when you guys reached out, I was just like, oh my god, they love me. No, you never know who's watching. Exactly. Yeah, I'm so, or listening. Like, I'm humble. Thank you guys so much. So tell yeah. the, the the JWI listeners a little bit about yourself. So Biodun is a uh, I learned that from both of you. <laughs> so, Biodo is a Nigerian boy, mm. um, born and bred in Lagos State. Come on, um, last giddy lie. What's yeah, going on? Shout out to my Lagos people. Um, <laughs> Mainland or Island? Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Mainland, but now Island. Okay. <laughs> he leveled up real quick. I know. Right? Really quick, we gotta switch it up. Are we phase one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Round up. Yes, so I am a graduate of business management. Nice. Uh, went on to do my master's in media and communication, and yeah. right after that, I started to intern at um, Accelerate TV, and then I got put on a show, and then I also, you know. I like to think that I walk the fine line between my professional side and my creative side. Mm. So I think I've been fortunate to, you know, both have the chance to work a nine to five and still be able to manage, um, blend that with my creative side, which is presenting and hosting red carpets and um, being a guest on shows. <laughs> you know, just we, we actually we actually had this conversation. Um, Osa had sent me an article about being creative and having a nine to five because yep. I agree a hundred percent with. Yes, getting basically when you work a nine to five, get yeah. a free check. Yeah. <laughs> get, get, a, get a free check. But then yeah. there's it's, it's always something beautiful about getting your passion checked. Mm. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes. something there's more that. passionate. There's, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like there's it. Nothing like I that. have joined the, the, the now you know how it feels. I've, oh, I'm like, oh, notification. All right, got it. <laughs> okay, pal. I know. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it's always a great thing, yeah. and I feel like anybody who is able to identify something that they are really passionate about, and they can find a way to. Just wing it creatively, Come pun on, intended. Just wing it creatively and be able to be paid for that. I mm. think whoever that is is just lucky. We're lucky. But do you find it to be very difficult, especially in, really in that Nigeria. beautiful country, Nigeria? Yes. Um, I honestly wouldn't lie. There are days when I want to pull my hair out of my head mm. and I just want to yeah. just quit everything and just you know sleep forever. Wow. But um, you just work your regular job. Just like. Um, actually, not even do anything at all. Because <laughs> like there are days I call my mom and I'm just like, I just want the world to stop. Yeah, I'm like, there's just so much going on. But Nigeria like, will do it to you. Nigeria definitely will do that to the you. Traffic. Like whether you're like that alone. Whether you have the business of your own or you're working mm-hmm. a nine to five or you're just like a social media personality. Mm-hmm. There are like so many mm-hmm. challenges. But like the one thing that keeps you going is just you knowing who you are and what you want to achieve. Okay. And as long as you're able to have fun doing any of those things, just like stick. To it just keep going oh, i mean how do your parents support you like what are the what are, what, what <sighs> how do they feel about you being more creative Not to, i mean i come from more of a liberal family yep. Yep. where like my parents 
support the arts and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but for you, yeah. actually growing up in Nigeria... <laughs> it was tough. I honestly won't lie. Um, I remember when I finished... Um, when I finished college, I like did, which co- university? Um, university of okay. Meduguri. Sorry, okay. it's oh, you went to Meduguri. Yes, okay. I, I scored in University of Meduguri. When I finished my university, um, I I had this. I don't know if you guys know about like you've probably heard people talk about the pre life crisis where you're asking mm-hmm. yourself, what do I do with what my I life do. now? I'm going like a bunch right of now. people, exactly. Like a <laughs> bunch of people. Like what do I do with my life? Yeah. How do I find focus? Oh my God, there's no Who, one there to tell me. me? <laughs> exactly, there's no one there to tell me what to do or mm. where to turn or how to even be employable. Mm-hmm. You think I feel like that is one of the unfortunate things with like Nigerian universities because it's just like you go in there, they train you to be good, but they don't tell you what to do. Do they really train you to be good? Um, in in defense do. of the universities in Nigeria, <laughs> I've heard so in much. defense of the universities, not the educational system. Okay, they kind of train it teaches you. you. Yes, I mean, just like we were talking about going to like my father said the other day, like. Going to college is not just for the skill. It's well, it is for a skill, but it's for the skill of being able to socialize in like gotcha. business settings, mm-hmm. um, learning how to network. Because a lot yeah. of people, yeah, they can go to network and drink champagne and all this stuff, but there's a different type of networking that you learn. Because gotcha. me and her went to the same school, so it's yeah, like true. there's a different type of like. It's more. It's a ground. It's more groomed. Or something like mm-hmm. that. Like it's no, more, like in yeah. in Nigeria. You know what questions just, to ask. Right. Nope, nope. Nobody tells you that. You just have to pick it up on the fly. And learning that would require you going through series of these things so what about MISC what is that for like they don't teach you (laughs) I'm getting to the I'm getting to the interesting (laughs) part so when I finished my when I finished my um, university I got a job at an uh, insurance firm. Okay. And then I worked there for a little while, and then I realized, maybe this is not what I want to do you mm-hmm. know, for the rest of my life. And luckily, um, NYSC came around. Okay. I went to NYSC camp. Where'd you serve? Um, Gombe, but here's the fun wow. part. I, so it made no sense schooling in my degree and, having, and, going, and back going back to, back to Gombe. But on the fourth day of camp, I broke my leg. Hey. And then I was just like... Look at God. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know who breaks your leg and they just go, yes. <laughs> so I got flew, flown back to Lagos. And um, so wow. I was, I took my time. I healed. On, on, so I didn't go back to camp or anything. And then I got posted to like a school. To, in Lagos? Yes. Or and outside? In Lagos. Okay. And trust me, that is like the, that is, I feel like that is where a lot of people just lose everything about who they are mm. because you spend a year just wasting away doing something that you don't really That's feel like I... is adding value to you That's and then I... you're missing out on valuable time to gain work experience mm-hmm. imagine going through one year of NYC teaching at a school and you want to get a job in a bank like the next thing they start you, to can ask you can you actually get hired without your NYSE though so it's a policy that you but have you to, to do yeah, NYSE but like if you unless you're able to get a what's it called a certificate of exemption which is either if you're above 30 or if you're medically unfit to serve. So. Well, you're medically unfit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you should have been like, my leg is broken. I must oh, be no, working no. out. God, no. help me now. Oh, no. I just like stuck with it. But um, a couple of months later, I just like said, you know what? I need to figure out how I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. So I started writing. And then that led me to Red Media Africa, where I started writing. And then, actually, before... So, this is what I was going to tell you guys about. So, in that process of, like, doing NYSC and figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, my mom did her best. She, like, 
try to get me a job in CBN, try to CBN get me a job big. in like a bunch of places. So a bunch of places, and I just kept saying no, 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 because mm. I felt like you didn't want to get stuck. I didn't want to get stuck. That was the basis of it all. And I remember the day she came home and literally told me about the opportunity for me to work at CBN, and I said no. And she looked at me and said, "You know what? This is the last thing I'm going to do." <laughs> like, like, like at this point, you literally are on your own, and I literally was on my own. So wow. I started to just look for what to do or like how to just keep myself engaged and I started writing for this firm and I started to just like try to chase my creative side mm. I wanted to work on radio I wanted to do a lot of things mm-hmm. and then I also stumbled upon MTV um, VJ search so okay. I remember then you couldn't and en- you couldn't call you couldn't enter the competition unless you had a passport and everything and I needed to renew mine and I needed money <laughs> and my, I oh, went to my mom and just no. like Actually, that was the point where I realized she actually, she actually supported me. So going back to the thing you said about support. So she was just like, okay, you know what, how much do you need? I'll take you to what you're going to do. Just do it and just go. go. So those yeah. are like the little ways I could see that, you know, she kind of had my back. Even mm-hmm. though she was just like, you know, you're going to figure your life out yeah. on your own. Yeah. So um, ever since then, she's just been like trying to be there both emotionally and like, you know, just like being a mentor mm-hmm. for many of the things that I've come to do today. And she's quite supportive mm-hmm. of me, you know chasing my creative side and both my professional side. She never wants me to slip on, especially my professional side. She's like, you know, whatever it is you're doing there, just make sure it doesn't affect what you're doing here. And Mm -hmm. um, it's been cool so far. That's amazing. So you mentored, you mentored, mentored. (laughs) You mentioned mentorship and initially when you were talking about you, you can't really, in Nigeria, you can't really find someone that's going to kind of, you know, show you the ropes and far of like, as far as like, you know, this is what you do. This yep. is how you, you know, write yep. a resume or a CV yep. or the case yep. may be. So yep. how is it like with mentorship in Nigeria? Like, especially since you have gone through that process and sure. now you're in a position where you could be a mentor. Yeah. Like yeah. what exactly has been or is the difficulty now? What's a way that you would recommend to change it? Um, a way that I would recommend to change it would be to have the right support system mm-hmm. around you. So I was talking to one of my friends today who I had sent a job opening to, and I said to him, before you send in your CV or your cover letter, make sure send you run it by me. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been in this system for quite a while, and mm-hmm. I kind of know what the interviewers are kind of looking for. The sad part is not many people have that. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of people who send in CVs and do a bunch of things, but, like, nobody kind of helped them look yeah. through it or they never really wanted to run it by people. And it also is also a thing with the society in Nigeria where you never I don't really... Want you to get above me. Exactly. Bye, like, you never really want to let people see you struggle, yeah. right? So you don't, like, a friend of yours, you could see him doing well and, like, just that, just that idea of just being humble to ask for help. Hmm. It's going to get people a long way. But, like, right now, I don't see many people doing that. So... The best thing that a person can do for anybody out there is just try to be as helpful and as supportive of the next person. Like, no matter however, no matter what it is they're going through or, like, however it may appear that they're doing, just, like, check in once in a while. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? Do you need help with anything? Mm -hmm. If there's any way that I can support you, let me know. And also, with whatever anybody is doing, try to think about people who who you can support with that, like, I send, like, you know, job openings to a bunch of my friends Mm -hmm. sometimes. I actively try and look for my friends, even though 
they might not like reach out to me but like I want to know how they're doing mm. I want to know how I can support mm. and also just having a mindset that you don't want anything in return just the idea of being a good person in general mm. you get blessings you get them come yeah. on <laughs> I mean Issa Rae couldn't have said it any better why, why are you looking up to network when you could look up to your left to exactly. your right exactly. in front of you you know exactly. your, your network is your network worth so, exactly that's, that's yeah, about definitely. it <laughs> so being that you work in media yeah. which is like our favorite thing oh, social, we love it and social media <laughs> like my favorite thing and um i just (laughs) i would love to talk about media accountability in nigeria because it's it's non-existent my question is gonna tie into your question and it's as if people don't even try to be accountable yeah like presenting facts presenting you know and not just rumors not rumors and even like big publications like is it the Observer? Yeah. Punch, gotcha. Guardian, Sarah. you know all these Vanguard, like all these all these publications that yeah. aren't—they're not pushing the agenda. They're not pushing, you know. First of all, who are they hiring? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of the times they're not hiring credible. First of all, Tinubu owns half of them. Well, <laughs> so, she hit the nail on the I told you, I don't care. Like, I said, no transparency. Transparency. Check out Bond now. He on that. So I feel that a lot of social media news outlets and press outlets Mm -hmm. are sometimes deeply infatuated with the double click mentality. Let us, let us, exactly, like, (laughs) you might want to drink some water. (laughs) I I am. But she did a good job at it, though. It's kind of like, I feel like her website is like media takeout. Literally four lines. That's a post. Like, that's it. Like, it is get the news out as fast as possible. Don't check for typos. Think of it this way, though. And not to, like, defend the situation, but think of, the mindset, the mindset of people of social media. It. No one wants to read long captions. You know what I mean? No That's one true. wants to read articles anymore. Yeah, we make. Yeah, maybe we read. Yeah. Maybe I send you a blog post and you'll maybe actually you read, read it. it. Yeah. But so, people in Nigeria, they don't got the data. <laughs> so when you think about when you think about the media culture, mm-hmm. people. We've gone from, you know, doling out long, thick, chunky articles to, like, making it as snappy as possible. Mm-hmm. And now people are used to just receiving things very, in short, snappy forms, that's right? You, and that's how people get jobs. Exactly. Ooh. So, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> well, that's, in a sense, that's kind of true. If you can't read, <laughs> you can't read a memo. I saw this video. <laughs> in detail. Oh to digress really quickly, I saw this video of, like, this lady who was mm-hmm. at a... Who was at a an interview and then the interviewer goes um so tell me about how proficient you are with google sheets excel mm-hmm. powerpoint she's like um not really but hey let's talk about it when it comes to like snapchat twitter instagram i am like really <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the was just like, and it's like you're not even you're not even proficient <laughs> with the back end of how snapchat and facebook works you're just proficient with posting okay? i'm telling you Calm so down. like my, my my thought process is that the fact that you're giving people what's it called, information in that short, snappy, quick bit, we're we're always going to be used to that. Then I started to talk to people about grooming your audience to Mm. consume longer information. Mm -hmm. So now you might want to give them the short form of it. Like, make sure it's like 
true, not over-sensationalized, not over-sensationalized, but, like, make sure that they are able to follow that information. Mm-hmm. So even if you give them bits of the same information in, like, small doses, make sure you deliver it to the fullest. Okay. So that they're able to know that, okay, if I see a little bit of this, I can go back here to see what is left of it, or that can trigger something in their minds to go look for the rest of the information somewhere. I feel like the Shade Room, to an extent, does a good job at that because they don't post the entire thing. They do you know yes. read more on our website exactly. some people don't choose to some people do and I love how the shade room does theirs because shout out to her she's Nigerian yeah love everything you're doing now. <laughs> so like you see I'm the video to. you see the video you see the picture and then you see like a, a headline and then you see like a little post mm. yeah. and then you can go and read the full thing right. and it's so well written mm-hmm. that you actually want to go and, and read I, I don't think I'm saying so like it's a new media takeout I love it so I feel like we all just need to just re- rethink how we, you know, deliver content. Even with, like, um, the news that I do, sometimes what we talk about on the news is, like, maybe four minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's headlines. Mm-hmm. But if you go on the website, you see the, the full thing. story. Okay. Like, there's no episode of the news that goes out without an article that follows it. That, fo- okay. that shows you, like, every single thing. Because in quite honest, like, in, in true honest, honesty... You might think of the people who are actually consuming your information. So sometimes mm-hmm. the news goes out around like 5 p.m. Mm. in the evening or maybe around like 3 p.m. in the Definitely. evening. And the idea is that people are at work. They just want to flip through. They just want to open it and get like headlines, it, like yeah. what's interesting. Yeah. But then you have to let them know that there's somewhere where they can consume the rest, the rest of, of it. So like mm-hmm. you also have to drop like ads and promotions and like things that are going to draw them to your website. Things that are going to reward their enthusiasm. Yeah. For you know, just following the rest of the information that you have to pull up. And I think that's a great tactic to, you know, adhere to the different types of not necessarily learners, but gotcha. the way people that con- consume you know, information. Content, yeah. Yeah. Some people are more visual, some people are more, you know, rhetoric, exactly. some people are auditory, things mm-hmm. of that nature. So I do agree with that, but I feel like if Nigeria has the minds of everything you said was beautiful and amazing, and, unfor- yeah. and unfortunately, it isn't happening in Nigeria. Gotcha. Like so that we that we see, we're gonna. It's get not there. happening. We're, we're gonna get there. It's not happening. Aww. It's not. We're gonna get there. You're gonna yes. get there. I mean, I have I have faith. I have, I have faith in media there. Um, I mean, Lindy KG is not like. But she's the literally only public. The biggest. She, she's the biggest, and mm-hmm. it's only and and I only know that because. I only know the reason why is because she's very visual. Yeah. She's more for the visual than, consumer yeah. than the person who would read an actual article. Gotcha. Like so, when she posts like, oh, uh, somebody someone in Ogun State chopped head off. She posts the actual chopped head yeah. in the gutter, <laughs> and, and then people want to see and that. People want to see that, and then yeah. you can't see that on Bella Nigel. You can't see that on. Um, Instablog. Instablog. Because <laughs> yeah. they're blurring it out. So they mm-hmm. go to their website. They go to her website to see the, the real raw, raw. Yeah. in a sense. Because I, at the same token, I, I do think, like, for example, with, with OAPs, like online personalities, radio personalities as yeah. well. Like, for example, if you're listening to an interview with, you know, a, a musician just brought out some music, an yep. EP, whatever. The questions are so lackluster and yeah. so recycled. And it's like... <laughs> Okay, what was your inspiration for this project? So, gotcha. so, we actually so how had, did you come up with this? We had the risky on our show. No, we actually did. Summer. So we had the risky on our show, and after the, even though we we did not at first Want get to. along. No, <laughs> no, no, we didn't get along at first. Yeah, but I had I gave him 
what he gave me, but in, like, the more professional way. And we opened him... No, but we opened him up to the point where he was... At the end, he was like... Wow, this was a, a really good a interview. really good interview. Yeah, because like I'm sure he's not used to getting that. Because we didn't ask him. Anything we didn't ask him about, about babe. Gotcha. Or, yeah, like gotcha. we asked, we like, wanted to know about. Or are him. you a man or woman? Right, Obviously, like, yeah. Man, like, <laughs> you know, but yeah, that, he went through like a very embarrassing phase with like when he blew up in mm. the, on the Nigerian media scene, and mm-hmm. like everybody was just like recycling the same thing and wanted was, to like extract. Oh, that was like the saddest because I couldn't believe. She was like, I couldn't even watch him, and I was just like, you're doing a lot. That's very a bunch of. People, a bunch of people like you know snap back at her for that because mm. it was just like it was it's, it's quite a, demeaning but, but there's right. also an ignorance though there's also an ignorance of the That's LGBT community other in Nigeria and it's unfortunate because it's like not to say oh you can't be older and not be able to talk about current news mm-hmm. but you need to be able to educate yourself and open your mind to certain yeah, things yeah. and kind of leave your beliefs and your it's not about you. Yeah, you could it's really see that, that that interview was like from a very old nineteen sixties. <laughs> yeah, and she's just, I mean she's as seasoned as she is. It's still very like, yeah. Nobody, nobody, everybody saw that. I was just like, no, like not you. Like, no, yeah. like this should mm. not happen. Any other person would just right, like, but no, not you because you're you know? revered in the mm-hmm. media space. Like, come on. And I still I like I like the like the always like I just feel like we have to shake the box. We have to step gotcha. outside of the box. And when I say we, I'm including myself because mm-hmm. I would one day want to live in Nigeria yeah. and be in the media world and all that stuff. Gotcha. And I just feel like how is it? <laughs> so like, so not to defend the OAPs, mm-hmm. but like here's because y'all want I be uh, no 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 especially radio. Especially radio. How do you feel about it's the so... accents though? Let's talk about that. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Oh, you're listening live to 99. I, I, I noticed that, yeah, you have a like a polished Nigerian accent. Like it's more posh Nigerian. But it's not like um from London. Yeah, I'm not from you know. Germany. From London. <laughs> Talking Michael, and I'm like, like, where did you get this accent from, sis? You, you literally <laughs> went to Unilag, so that means you lived, you lived up to your yeah. like your adulthood in Nigeria. You spent a couple years in London. Love you, love you, sis. They, baby girl for life. But <laughs> they say that they train with. Um, I beg you, what is that? The eloquence. Oh. If you go to Ghana, Ghanaians, I say hello. It's get welcome to the Ghanaian uh, radio station. We are the pasta. No, in Lagos, it has to be you're welcome to. Like, yeah, rock FM yeah. And Today we're going to be posting a lot of me. I'm just like, it's like, do you want to cut your throat? Like, I don't care. The, you see, for me, it's the pop, 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 pop. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I gotta pronounce every single P and every single R. Because, like, you turn up, like, asides that, then what, what pisses me off the most about, like, radio in Nigeria is, is it is so commercialized. Mm. Like, they can barely get through two minutes of talk without an ad. <laughs> Right, so I feel like even that, like cowbell, we love you. Oh, I love you some cowbell. Find your girl. <laughs> Available everywhere. So like they cannot get, they can't get through deep conversation. Mm. For me, so it's like the moment they're trying to get through, they're like, you know what? We'll be right back. We need to pay our bills real quick, and then you hear like five whole minutes of ad. Yo, wow. I would never five whole, like I will turn off my radio. I like, was in traffic. I, I was coming from Bagada going to. No, I was coming coming from going coming from Bagada going to Lucky. Mm. Ooh, I didn't sure. hear one. <laughs> like song you on keep the radio. switching and it's just an ad and an ad and an ad and then you hear one song and then you groove to it and then before you know Cut what's off. happening uh, the one that kills and we're me, back <laughs> you know the one that kills me the most so 
what's it called? You know how they always have like the soundtrack in the background? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of the then, ads, yeah. Exa- no, no, no. Of like a when song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they come back from the ad, you, you think they want to play music. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear, um, ah, let me think of a song. Ah. Fire, fire, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think of a soundtrack that is like popular. popular. Ah. So probably here. Probably here. Oh, nah, nah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. And you think the song is going to drop, and there you go. Yeah, you're welcome back to Rock and Tell. And I'm just like, no. Your father. No, don't do that to me. And they, and they do that with all the popular summer songs. Mm. Like, I'm just like. Is oh. there any money, any real money in being an on air personality? What? Is there? <laughs> Okay, right. okay, I thought I was, I, I, thought, I didn't know, I was like, I'm trying to be a baby girl too. There is so much money oh, in being, that makes a lot of sense. In being an OA freaking Are you serious? Yes. Shout out to my girl Maria. Do you know what that comes with? Baby girl for life. Endorsements, mm. shows, red carpets, invitations to parties. You is know, it that brands. much to be able to fly internationally at your will, at your own will? Don't don't so for a example rock designer from head to toe like designers want to use them as no no no, no, no we're no, talking no. about like European, European designers, designers. like Saint Laurent Hermes Hermes so if you think about mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you if you mm. think about it if you think about it it's like a whole ecosystem of oh. things that go into just like the appearance of one person Got it. so for example it might not be the fact that a personal the particular designer from God knows where reached out to them to say I want you to wear my dress it could be that a stylist who is trying to build their profile in Nigeria is able to pull that piece and then mm-hmm. put it on someone who is popular and then post on their page to say I Style had the by. pleasure of styling XYZ mm. person got it it's like a whole network of things like so come on I didn't, I didn't think they were making money like that they're making so much money like shout out to all that. the old <laughs> I know someone who had a blast last year was deal to the TUN daughter mm-hmm. he made so much money because like every single concert at the end of last year you know how the banks sorry not concert but like you know how the banks always have like that end, end of the year, year. Mm-hmm. like daughter was like at a couple of them wow. hosting just like doing like an MC wow. type thing so imagine getting money from Access Bank GTV this bank that private companies that you don't even hear of that have all the money mm. and they're inviting these people because I mean People who host many of these shows mm-hmm. in Lagos are on their personalities. I'm also trying to hustle out here, you know, okay, get myself, like shit. get myself in like one of these shows. But right. there's a lot of stuff that goes into. You have to show up at the right place. You have to look right. You have to dress right. You have to sound right. Come on, tools. Can we? Like tools. Like she is like. I'm sure. Was every, she always in every, OAP before she was on the juice? Or um, was the I juice think. Before? No, 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 she, no, no. She, she, was, she was on TV. the beats. Oh, she, oh so she started from, with she, the radio. She started with but she the radio. also had she also had a show. Yeah, that's on a, juice. Yes, that's okay, the juice. Yeah. And that blew. Like that, that was, was actually like, like, that was yeah. amazing. And I'm that year good. when And Real Talk was good too. Whatever happened to that? Yeah. It's still on. Yeah, but I don't really like um, I mean, you know, I Nicole. <laughs> shout out to Nicole. Shout out to Indani Lifestyle. Exactly. So like the people who the people who what's it called? are able to establish an image for themselves mm-hmm. on the media scene they blow up really big like even she's Maria she's bad too I love yeah. Maria like That's even Maria girl. is like 
making waves. Bimmy has her thing going for her. What's it called? You have even all the guys as well. They are doing really good. There's money in being an OAP because there's a lot of things that go into it. Like you're talking to all the designers because you have the audience. Mm. You have a social media following. Mm -hmm. So everybody just wants to make you their poster boy or their poster girl. And they know that once they're able to put something on you, you have the reach. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what it is. And sometimes some brands put ads on some of these platforms because mm-hmm. of the personalities themselves. So it's not because I want to put my ad on a 3, 3 p.m. show on mm-hmm. radio. It's because Tools has that spot. It's because, uh, what's her name? EDI has that spot. It's because XYZ person has that mm-hmm. spot. So that's how these things work. So I wanted to ask you being in media. Yeah. So you know there's all the stuff with the Me Too movement. Yeah. Do you think that can work in Nigeria, like, do you think coming out and letting the world know this is what happened to me when I went to a meeting with such and such, such mm. a, you know, do you think that can work? Um, because I think it can't. I don't think it can. For the good, so there's. I feel like there are two ways to think about it. Mm-hmm. For the good of the other people who are going through that stuff, mm-hmm. it could. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of calling attention to, you know, XYZ person mm-hmm. or, you know, how would me stepping out to say XYZ, how is that going to affect me? And I think a bunch of people are still trapped in that mind frame mm-hmm. because Nigeria the is blame. survival of the... Free, not even necessarily the blame. It's like, if you do that in the US, in any other part of the world, you're protected. Like, nothing is going to happen to you. Oh, but like, in, you can go to jail in, in Nigeria. Like, one, you can do that. Two, you're just going to be blacklisted. Yes, absolutely. Like, unless you're, like, really up, up there, there and you have the voice, talking about these things can be sensitive. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned being up there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. recently, someone who's up there yeah. has been in the media for not yes. necessarily a rape, not necessarily a Me Too campaign, but gotcha. she was involved in a a sexual assault, allegedly. Allegedly. Was it? This Darkest. is this DSF. Oh. Santa I mean. Maria. <laughs> yes, gotcha. Um, so, for example, and Idi and I both have had conversations about this. Mm-hmm. She has been just tossed and thrown in the mud, especially yeah. by women, yeah. by celebrities as well. We don't know who's saying what, whatever the case may be. Gotcha. And this is a situation that occurs on a daily basis, right? Yeah. People, men and women, are actually being assaulted and abused and raped and kidnapped. Gotcha. And True. for someone that has a certain, you know, plateau that she's on, yeah. to come out and say that and yeah. to be ridiculed, yeah. I feel like, where's the media? Gotcha. Where's the, where are the writers? Where are the, yeah. you know, the, the campaigners, the NGOs? Where, yeah. where is the information that's being, you know, spread across? Yeah. Yeah. Because if people actually reported sexual assault, um, rape, and things like that, like if we actually had substantial statistics and facts to back it up, yeah. a lot of people would be fucking quiet. Gotcha. A yeah. lot of people would not mm. say shit. You know what, though? Unfortunately, the way I feel like a lot of Nigerians, even here in America, are raised is to keep your dirty laundry in yeah. the laundry bin. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know people who things happen to their house help and they don't say shit. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, how don't you say anything, say anything when someone's being raped on a daily? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these are things and it's like, oh, well, it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's just it's just yeah. sex, to be honest. Yeah. And, mm. oh, let's blame her because what was she wearing? What was, mm-hmm. Why was she out, why was she out there? Why was she bending over it's, when it's she was very sleeping? Sad. Yeah, it's very sad that that is still the mentality yeah. you know, for, some, for some instances. So if we think about 
I love like one thing about Nigeria is that there's like a broad spectrum where you can mm-hmm. look at things. So for the people who are probably in the not so very exposed communities or like places mm-hmm. or you know localities in the country, they might not have that level of enlightenment mm-hmm. to like step out and speak out or be able to channel that complaint in such a way that it actually gets action, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you also have the people who are able to do that but they just like, you know, let it go and they're just like, maybe it's not necessary for me to say this at this time or they're mm-hmm. plotting something that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. And then you have... Ah, we're going to do this. Then you, do have the, do then you have the DSFs <laughs> who comes on social media all glammed up, all looking calm, all feeling freezy, and he's talking about, oh my God, so like he tried to, he tried to do this to me. Like I saw the video and I was just like, (coughs) I had my thoughts. Yeah, there were like reservations, like people, like you give people something that they're not able to engage with. Like it's a different thing if she's like, you know, in like a very, it was all over the place. It was all over the place. Like the story was not coherent. And then it, in the eyes of some people, it just felt very orchestrated. Because hmm. their stories lined up. If you it really did, look at, but a yeah. little bit of details are all. Their stories actually lined up. I feel like what I don't want to assume because I don't want to ever blame the victim. Oh, sure. But I feel like from what maybe she seeing. from what I saw, she probably felt like, hey, this is sexual assault. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I don't. What's the definition of sexual assault? You know yeah. what I mean. Very, like yeah. it's it, it's very very thin. Like yeah. oh, he drove off on me. That drove off with me in the car. That sexual sexual assault. Yeah, like he was gonna take me somewhere to go get raped or something. Yeah, like the guy actually didn't act like someone who when from what I could observe from the video, the guy didn't act like someone who was just not trying to teach her a lesson. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what his intents were with like trying to drive her in there, but it could have been a simple case of look, I'm done for the day. I'm going to drive you to my car. Is gonna come on and me? I'm gonna. Uh, go inside my house and lock you in the car. That's what I was thinking But some people too. would argue, why would you even, why would you move? Right. Why so, would you he, call your people to come and meet you or whatever? If he didn't move, you think she would, she probably would have hit him too. Like, it's, there's so many things. Yeah, like he didn't I say. I see people slap their drivers all the time. Mm. He did say, oh, he told her to get off and mm-hmm. like she said she didn't want to get off because it was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm just like, the whole thing is just a mess. Like I even, I, I spoke about it on Accelerate News that day and I kind of wish I didn't because... Did you get some backlash? Not necessarily. But I mean, I'm like if you work in media, you have to be used to all sorts of backlash. <laughs> right, yeah. But like, yeah, a bunch of people like really weighed in and said, look, she was not trying to be... Because like my heart went out to her. Mm-hmm. I just felt like so sad. Mm-hmm. And for this guy to actually come out and a lawsuit against her hmm. speaks speaks Value. volumes because you know something like that happens we spoke about it um something like that happened to me a few years ago and um he literally was telling me the cab driver was literally telling me this is what i'm gonna do to you like oh, i'm gonna wow. take you to my sorry. house and do this you know and i was like this nigga's crazy this was here <laughs> this was in this is in brooklyn and oh, i was wow. like nah uh-uh so what happened was he was smoking a cigarette. He tried to roll down the window and he wound up opening the door. And I mm. ran out. Mm. I wound up going to the police and the police was asking me what 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 was I wearing? Oh wow! And I was like, I literally just ran here from. <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I was like, I, I just you know was I could have potentially got raped and yeah. you were asking me what, what I was, was wearing. wearing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know not to come to you for help. Mm. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you. it was crazy. But would you? I mean. That's sexual assault. Right. Like, that's considered sexual that's assault. Like that, a, that is clearly sexual assault. Yeah, definitely. But like, so I feel like 
someone in that position who could clearly see that he was being recorded right would probably like know that okay this has gone south right and the fact that he was able to park somewhere and no one came out like he was the only person for god's sakes right Mm. the fact that you 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 know made a premise to say that he was driving you to somewhere where a bunch of people were gonna you know come out and like like it it, it was just him if you if you listen to the vid if you watch the video where she's like pepper spraying him. Yeah. He's like calling someone's name. God, mm-hmm. oh God. He's God. calling someone's, I guess his sister or whatever the case may yeah. be. Because he was like something like Chidima or something like that. There was a name mm-hmm. he kept calling. So obviously he was crying out for help. And then yeah. he's like, oh, you're a ritualist. Like maybe you're trying to take me somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you're a bloody rapist. You're a kidnapper. But my thing is, a lot of people were like, oh, if someone was raping you, how would you have the courage or the yeah. strength to record or take pepper spray. You have to understand people mm-hmm. handle situations differently. Yeah. Flight or, fl- flight or flight are what people do. Yeah. Some people, yeah. you know, they, they shut down, they stay cold, they don't know what to do. Some people like literally react yeah. the way she did. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as her coming out on social media, on Snapchat, to, you know, give an account of what happened, mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know, like, I would have done, th- not necessarily I wouldn't have done that. I, I would have made it, you know, public mm-hmm. but i wouldn't have come on social media immediately gotcha. like you know and like you said she looked all dolled up and things like that so there's so many and things people that were happened. just like okay like did you actually go through this experience or was it like a movie or something right right because right. i thought it was like honestly i thought it was like a promo for something but i honestly yeah. did and this, like i know she has a movie coming out with like yeah with but with like social media these days you never really know you what never to expect know. like one day it's one thing one day it's another. even the whole t.o savage thing that happened i was kind of even confused god about that. like T.O. that went like when on she did for, the interview yeah with, when she looked like distressed with oh, the scarf was, on okay, right. even was, the same thing with what's with this other like yeah i was like wow there's a lot of these things yeah like one year one year it seemed popular like it seemed like it seemed more like the popular thing to do because it's like so it elevates your like social media presence definitely yeah. like a ton of people because a lot of people talk didn't know who she was <laughs> a lot of people DSF a lot of people didn't know who she was she's not a household uh, name no she's not a household name because no. a lot of people no, 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 watch no. Sugar oh, that's, that's true. True, true, where true, true, I found out but Tiwa she was a household she's name she's a household name so, yes, you know, which is why everybody was shocked that she would handle like at that time in Tiwa Savage's career she was like the Beyonce of Nigeria like she was like the Beyonce of Nigeria like nobody would expect that you would give a full on interview you know? But yeah. That must have been a nice check. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> I mean, she claimed it wasn't Okay, so perfect, perfect, perfect scenario and situation. So the interviewer, I don't know her name, that was Brand asking. Blah, blah, bland. So people were like, oh, she should have said more. But I personally felt like she did an okay job because Tiwa was telling her story. Yeah. She wasn't necessarily, I don't feel like any questions that she asked wasn't necessary it wasn't right mm-hmm. maybe she could have done a little bit more but i felt like people wanted her to bombard tiwa with questions. i mean you've seen 60 minutes what how they she did interviewed say. but Bob, 60 Bobby, minutes Bobby, is Bobby, hours Bobby 60 minutes is hours of content that is condensed into, into 60 minutes, minutes. Yeah. That's right. yeah and she did say <laughs> she did say that tiwa, she had a very personal relationship with tiwa savage mm. but she also she was wasn't she the, the one that also interviewed tonto was she i think she was i didn't follow that oh. <laughs> no she was the one who who interviewed? What's the girl who walked off stage when walked off the set when she asked about smoking cigarettes or some shit like that? I think it was Tonto. Oh no, Wumi. Yes. Ah, oh, seen. Oh, she, yeah, nobody she messed with that one. I no. know. Oh, you worried this? Nobody messed with that one. That one scared me a little bit. That one. Don't mess with wrong that question. one. Right. <laughs> no. But I don't know. There's so much shit that's so wrong. I mean, I I'm the number the most patriotic Nigerian in the world. Yeah. But I went to Nigeria last summer, and 
as an adult, seeing the way Nigeria is, I was like, this country is fucked. This country is fucked. And we can't even be blaming Buhari or yeah. Osin Banjo or whatever the fuck his oh, name God, is. Oh, God, like, <laughs> no. something we happened have... to me yesterday. I was trying to... So before I came here, mm-hmm. I called my bank to say, I'm going to be in the U.S. for XYZ <laughs> oh, time. <shit>. Please <laughs> unlock my card or whatever it is you're going to do to my card to make sure that it works while I'm there. And they're like, fine, okay, no problem, it's going to work. <laughs> I get here, some places it works and some places it's not working. But, like, I tried to order something in... Ireland for a friend because mm-hmm. it's Valentine's Day. I'm like, go oh, help me order this. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to do that and then my card didn't work. Okay, it's fine. Just come. I'm going to call the bank and mm-hmm. I have them do this for 24 yeah. freaking hours. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, somebody could have been dying and I was trying to pay. Like, I did every single thing. Mm-hmm. I called them like 10 different times. Jeez. Every time they pick up, it'll it'll go off. Or like, we're deep, <laughs> we're deep into the conversation. Like, we're deep into the conversation, and they're like, okay, can I have your bank number? And it goes off. Hey. I'm like, at that point, like, we've gotten to a stage where you have my number, you have my full name, like, you can definitely pull it through the d- database. Because I would never get that person again. who I am talking to mm-hmm. again. And I have to start the whole process from, All like, when did you open your account? What is your middle name? Jesus. Do you have a password? How much was the last amount you deposited there? I'm like, somebody They ask all of that? Yeah. They do. Especially, if you're not, especially if you're not in the country. It's tough. Yeah. And I ended up just, like, not being able to, to do anything. complete that transaction. Jeez. I was so pissed. Like, in a, I won't lie to you. I'm a firm believer in Nigeria. I love yeah, that country. But, like, they're just... I keep on asking, like, my boss. I'm like, he has so much faith in Nigeria. Like, we all do. Like, mm. especially in the field that I work. I have to... Like, I do have so much faith in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But there are those moments where I have my faith shaken. And I just go mm. to him and I'm just like, how is it... Like, how do you convince yourself to have so much love for a country that just keeps trying to break your heart at every turn. Hmm. And he's just like, you have no choice. You just but have you're to... Resi- but it makes you more of a resilient person. That's too. it. But, like, I'm telling you... <laughs> but if you're the odd one out of the bunch... Yeah. So, you know, some people will be like, ladi way najabi now. Get as be. Like, trust I try to talk It is well. Like, you know? I try to talk better about the country. Just so, like... If it's nothing... I mean, we had countries like... Iraq that mm. woke up to war for countless numbers of years. Mm. Like, we've gone through sure. ours as well, but like, I mean, come on, let's. You came along. Yeah, like, yeah, like that. That that is not our reality. Mm. Like some people have it really well. People are in the U.S. I mean, even the U.S. here, it's not sure. all. Like, Please say it again. Let them hear you. It's not all like <laughs> honey and milk. Like, thank you. Even I have like I've been here for what maybe two weeks mm-hmm. and I'm I see something and I'm just like no this should not be happening this is here. not the way it's like, supposed to be but I look at my boss all the time I'm like you have so much faith in this <laughs> yeah, so like look at that right there he's right. like oh don't worry it's just a minor flaw I'm like yeah but I bet in Nigeria we probably could have addressed that right now but like here you have to wait for the system the, to take care yeah. of it everything is but late, fortunately late, late. there's a system yes there is a system fortunately there's a system <laughs> we will get there yeah, for we well, I mean, it depends on the field, though. We it, will it, get I feel there. like it depends on the field, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Loose Talk podcast. Um, Osage from Paul's, um, Ayomide, Tayo, and Steve Dede. Uh-huh. They all work, work for Paul's TV. And I listen to their podcast a lot. And I feel like, especially Osage Alonge, he's so honest and so straight to yes, the point. Yes, I know he's like mom. Yes, facts only that. from yes. Paul's TV. <laughs> so, like, and I like their perspective because for a certain amount of time I had this clouded view or yeah. rose colored glasses view of Nigeria and I was like oh Nigeria is the best country in the world <laughs> we have potential. please don't take their glasses off <laughs> I, I, it's like it's, you know, it's on the tip of my nose it's still there like, you know, back and forth 
But I feel like Nigeria has so much resources. Nigeria is genuinely a beautiful country. However, yeah. the mm. people in positions are not allowing this country to flourish the way gotcha. it's supposed to. Yep, mm. yep, yep. Simple things from traffic laws. Mm. We don't... No, let it's me even true. take traffic laws away. Light. <laughs> How can a country that produces oil... <laughs> since like the 90s, like early 2000. Because yeah. yeah. when early I lived in... Early 2000. Yeah, early 2000. Because when I lived in... I was in, in like, like 19, wasn't 19, that bad. 1998. And they didn't have light. Like, oh, I mean, it wasn't Basenjo. as bad as it is, oh. is now. But Obasanjo Basenjo. was like probably was the best like, president. Good, good. Yeah, he was like our Obama for a bit. Yeah, he was. <laughs> honestly, like they should have given him a start for a bit. <laughs> yeah, but they it's honestly a country that produces oil. We don't mm-hmm. even refine our oil. We have to export it to get refined and bring it back. And we don't have oil. We have scarcity. Things like that. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like I do want the best for my country, and I do see potential absolutely one hundred percent. But we have to call it as it is. We have to call a spade a motherfucking spade and not a fucking farming tool. Gotcha. That shit is motherfucking real. People are dying. People don't have access to healthcare. Oh, yeah. Education system? Forget it. People don't even want to have kids there. There was a whole incident scary, in the yeah. North where teachers weren't even teaching. Yeah. They were telling yeah. their, like their, the their students to peel a goosey. I'm here to be learning ABC mm-hmm. one two three and telling me to pull it, see. So where country. where do we put these people in position? Because once that good person is in there yeah. that does want to make a change, yeah. if you try it, I will kill your family. I will kill this. I will take this away from you. So it's gonna take a while, actually. Yeah. How long though? Like it's, fifty years, a hundred years, the next century? Yeah, nothing like, ever like, like, It doesn't. It doesn't. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the first step would be as little as every like each and every one of us just go and try and get your voting cards. We know that you know yeah. it's not like it's not. Both, too much of a ripple in the count. ocean. I know it's not too much of a ripple in the ocean, but like it is still a ripple mm, at the end of the day. Something. Like as long as, and I feel like we need to, you know, not necessarily. I'm, I don't really believe in rallying ourselves up and you know having that conversation. But like we just need to, in whatever platform that you have, try and talk about it. Like you don't have to pull a large number of people, but just actively participate. Mm-hmm. Like make sure mm-hmm. you are encouraging as little as one person next to you to say, yeah, let's go get our voter card. Like I admire my friends. Like I haven't. Got my friends who have been able to stand like the line Mm. from morning till night just to get that card. And voting in Nigeria literally takes a day. You know how like we vote? Yeah. Like I'm just going on my lunch break. I'll come back. We have to go. It's literally like no, it's a public public holiday. holiday. It's that deep. Like they're not even enforcing technology. Like little things like technology that they can enforce into it. Like then again, no lights. That is why companies like Andela exists. Just so they're using technology to change the world. So what exactly is Andela? Andela is a global engineering firm that is committed to advancing human potential by investing in tomorrow's leaders and mm-hmm. investing in, and empowering today's teams. Mm-hmm. Now, we have this vision that... That was so like a spokesman. What's that? <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love talking about Andela. It's like... <laughs> yes, we have this vision that, you know, Africa is definitely going to stand on the same pedestal with the rest of the world when mm. it comes to educational advancement, economic advancement, technology, and, you know, just the right to good life. Mm -hmm. And we are empowering people who have basic software competencies to come and explore learning science that helps them become global technology leaders. So these people, as they are in the Andela Fellowship for four years, they have the chance to explore work experience with our global partners. And we hope that in that time, as they are experiencing that work ethic and, you know, living epic values, they are able to think of applying those solutions and many of those lessons that they're learning working for these global companies to as practical solutions that can improve life in 
Nigeria and Africa. Okay. Wow. So I like the concept of that. It sounds really dope. Sounds amazing. <laughs> so four years? Four years. Are they getting shit. paid and stuff? Yes. Oh, from of course. Who wants to be walking for free? From the one. <laughs> from Ain't no the interest one. in this. From the one. But no. I must say, it is really tough to hmm. get into Antawa. Um, we literally had to downplay a narrative that it's harder to get into Andala than Harvard. Uh, yes, for real. Come Trust me. We need, to, we need to talk to people who have, like, I mean, so they're the, they're the engineers and the software developers who, you know, are in the Andela Fellowship and there are people like me who work on the business side. Mm-hmm. For me, getting into Andela took like six months. Wow. Like six months of just the interview rigorous. Process. Yes, it was six. Like, I have never been through anything <laughs> rigorous like Damn. that in my life. Six months? I remember, like. Because they need to know who they're investing in. Exactly. And that I remember, like, when I was getting to the tail end of it all, like, I was talking to my friend and I was like, look, like, if they call me, I'm just going to be like, God, no. God, no. <laughs> but, like, deep within me, I have been exposed so much into the world of Andela that mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know what my life would be if I'm not in here, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Like, how dare you show me so much and, like, dangle, <laughs> dangle the camera. <laughs> <You almost laughs> <had it. laughs> I know, like, I think not getting into Andela would have broken me. I mean, but for six months, that says a lot. Yes, it does. So, like, the come potential on. There. Like, they just no, want to see if you can really... Right, hold on to it. They want to see your commitment. Yeah, but, on. like... I mean, we're we're gonna be producing the next Mark Zuckerberg's, the oh, next shit. Elon Musk's, and like Africa is gonna get in. Listen, so is I need to be a part of it. it. We, <laughs> I mean, we know like with Mark Zuckerberg's recent visit to Nigeria, there's yeah. something called Yabakon, which is like yep, mm, Yabakon Valley, <laughs> Yabakon Valley. Thank which you. Is which is like Nigeria's Silicon Valley. Right, and then there's like computer village, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bardo. <Barters. laughs> you, you can really get a lot. It's in Yaba, correct? Oh, uh, computer, computer village? I think it's in Nikeja. No, Yaba is in Yaba. Yaba Valley. Valley is in Yaba. Okay, right. so that's where you can get like all your printing and anything. Um, so that's where like all the tech stuff. Tech stuff. Like tech stuff. A lot of incubators. That's where they're like based out of. And Andela kind of, you know, slightly disrupted the system when we moved out of there. Because, oh, you moved out of the, yes, the island so now? now? We're, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're in Ilupeju now. Oh, yeah, um, um, Andela recruits nothing less than maybe 15 people every single month. Okay, that's wow. not bad. So, like, the fellowship cycle is open, like, every month. Mm-hmm. So, we have um, new members of the fellowship. Put application join. in. <laughs> <laughs> Put application in. And, every, like, people come in, like, every single month. So, you can imagine just... Like, if we look at this office, for example, mm-hmm. if we were to bring in 15 people every month, we would definitely need more space. Expand, so, yeah. right now, we have, like, a whole building in Ilupeju, okay. and we are, you know, considering, like, actually building out our own campus where we can have, like, a bunch of, just have, like, space that we can use on ending. And we also have to be careful about where we want that to be, mm. because... In as much as you want to move and expand, you still don't want to be disconnected from that ecosystem. You need like the access, you know, security. Exactly, you need all of that. You also need like that space for collaboration where people, like it's a company where its products are its people. Mm. So you have to make sure that they're still in that, they're able to access the building or the workspace from like where their friends, their colleagues, their life, the pulse of the tech ecosystem is closest to. So like nobody wants to go and be staying in VI as like oh, a <laughs> developer. No, that is not how it works. That is you not how it works. You want to be on ground. It's gritty. Like one yeah. one amazing thing about That's us why I love is the like mainland. we have I like the we have. Yeah. 
nap pods in the office. What's that? Oh, like rooms. actual nap pods. Yeah, is that so what that is there? No, no, no. So these oh. are cowboys. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so like in the office in Lagos and it's always empty. Oh, wow. like people That's just like people work. Like people, people work are just hard. like, and then we're always like posting pictures of our colleagues who are sleeping at the table with like, like just go and take a break. Take but a people break. are so engaged hmm. working. Hmm. There are days that I'm buried in work till like nine, but like I don't feel that, oh my God, I need to get out of here. I need mm-hmm. to go home. I need to go and live my life. No, because if you enjoy it, if I cough and I say I have a headache, everybody's like, don't pack your bag. <laughs> because the best <laughs> gift that you can give the company is your health. Mm. If you're not healthy, like what, you, like, yeah, of, what that companies? Okay. <laughs> of what value are you? So how was the reception of like I mean you've been on ground where yeah. like Yabakon gotcha. Valley has yeah. been growing and expanding and stuff like that. From your perspective, how has the you know the reception been? It has been very I think it has Especially in Yaba because Yaba is like yeah, um, pretty. Um, <laughs> shout out to Ajayi. <laughs> I used to live in Yaba, so like that's like, <laughs> I think it has been something that is, you know, taking the the country by surprise. Mm. Because Andela, for example, is reshaping what the perception of the modern developer is. I mean, mm. if you were to ask the layman who is a software developer, they'd probably tell you um, someone who like wears geek glasses, mm-hmm. is always like underdressed, like, mm-hmm. but no, like if you see our developers, <laughs> like if you literally, like oh, on shit. a scale of, list all the jobs in Nigeria, like bankers, medical mm-hmm. doctors, lawyers, um, what's it called? Uh, software engineers or developers? Like, who do you think has the most fun? You probably would rate software engineers at the bottom of that list. Right. They're at the top. Wow. Like, you should see them play one corner at an Andela party. One corner. Oh my God. I'm just like, do I work? I'm like, do I work here? Like, we, we turn up so much. Mm. And like, yeah, every other work, day. But that's the work life balance. And that's, that's why I feel like. Yeah. Things like that make people want to actually want to come yeah. to work. Like, yeah. my mom would come to my... Like, there are days I post a picture on Instagram. It's so ridiculous. I would post a picture on Instagram, and, you know, I'm like... I'm posting from work, and my mother would reach out to me and say, Excuse me. <laughs> this is your work? <laughs> you are dressed like... I'm just like, Mom, stop. Like, I'm trying to look... Like, that literally... I'm trying to, like, literally show up to work in shorts. Like, that's me at the office. What? As like you guys you know and my mom <laughs> and my mom will come and be like, kilo my sheno, eh? Oh, mokwe ya kuma dress that I kuma represent. Uh-uh. Right. I'm just like, mom, I am not having this conversation with you today. I'm in a meeting. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, when you come up with these creative endeavors and companies and you know, like the norm and the narrative for Nigerians, especially Nigerian parents, and we could relate as well. Gotcha. Like, go to school, get a job. Save servants, save it. Get your house. Save. Get married. Have, have children. Repeat, Repeat the, the cycle. cycle. Exactly, and it's like terrible. Once you break that cycle, it's like eh eh. Can you get a job? How can, how long can you last at that place? I'm telling like, you. That's so, but that's terrible. Yeah. Though. Like, and, and I feel it's like it's now us though to like change that. Now. Yeah, it's Absolutely. interesting it's changing now that now. they are finding out about most of the benefits that come with you know working at startups or like any other company mm-hmm. there in the country. Because I feel like for every parent, a value concern which they are always worried about is the fact that you have a pension hmm. and they don't can they feel like once you're in a government work once you work for the government you, you have that like, like you're life. okay you're this you're that but like but you're earning thirty five thousand a month exactly but like now <laughs> they're finding out that oh this is happening and then like the coolest people visit Andela we've had the US ambassador to Nigeria we've wow. had we've had the French US uh, the French Consular General. Nice. We've had the 
um, German delegation, a bunch of people troop mm-hmm. into Andela, literally. And like, you can just, like, they're amazed by that engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, the tech ecosystem and developers in general are really changing that perspective of what it is to be a cool tech person. Is this in, just in Lagos or is it happening in like Potako? So it's happening, just... it's happening in places like um, Abuja, it's happening in Kaduna, it's oh, happening Kaduna, in, nice. Yes, it's happening in Calabar because Andela has, you know, gone as far as those places to try to run like boot camps Mm -hmm. and stuff but like the heart of it is still in Lagos Lagos. we recently attended the um, Ogun Tech Summit 2018. I heard something about like I think Ibadan was it Ogun that's no, like, it was Ogun. that's becoming the new like tech yes. color. And Andela was, was invited to and I was like, come wow, speak. That's and the governor committed one million was it one million dollars? Hey, to, and then we say we don't have money. To, come and see money. Tech, like right there on the spot, and he was literally wow. like, like the governor was there from the beginning to the end of the summit and he was collecting the mic from the MC like you people should come and do like we have this money here this is that what it's dedicated for, for, like, he, for the he stayed like he will always collect the mic from the MC he would ask questions <laughs> he would be like you be, like he was talking to the audience say you people are here these are the people who are going to make all those ideas you have in your brain like if you come to me there's nothing I can do. do ask the questions so tell these yeah. people what to do my commissioners are here I would tell them to go and start working on this immediately right here right yeah. now who is that who's the, the governor of Oakland is uh, it uh, Amosu. No, 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 no. This is Amosu. His name is Amosu. No. That's like some stuff. He's so funny. That's how that person is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't want to get into it. Even the dancer wants to. But it's next. cool. Oh, Davido's uncle. I can't. <laughs> she know Peter. I can't. I don't get it. I mean, we need some light heart, light hearted yeah. fun. Sure, we do. And laughs. We do. I really do wish that that the workplace can be like that. I just like. I just feel like. Things are just so tense, but thank God for companies like Andela, yeah. um, spaces like WeWork, yes. you know, things of that nature. Like yes. It, it kind of creates that culture, like that, you know, because me, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nine to five. It's okay. Stay alive. It's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's pulling my hair out. Yeah. It's, it's like there's people who look, who want to work, and then you, you have people that just don't really care about their jobs. Mm. I gotcha. And it's like... I'm just here to pay my bills. Sad. <laughs> and it, And it's sad because people don't find their passionate or their passion pursuits. They don't pursue their passion. Yeah. yeah. And you and passion you doesn't have to make time for it. But passion we doesn't always necessarily mean creative, though. Yeah. Passion doesn't necessarily always mean creative. No, passion could just be yeah. something you generally just want to do. Yeah, it could if just you be like knit. reading poetry you know, or like, like traveling. If you want to... I don't know what's not creative. And I feel like that is one thing... I'm going to be, like, brutally honest. That is one thing that okay, Andela shit. has taught me. Just, like, the possibility of the human potential. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it's limitless. Like, you can literally do anything you want in this company. Hmm. And it's amazing. Like, I just see people living their dream every single day. Hmm. Like, tell me one company where, when you join, between the first between the first month and, like, the third year of you in that company... Your salary, your, your salary multiplies 10x eh? the original amount. I'm telling you, where is it? Give me the website down like, like, Click and buy it. Changing lives. Who like, you? Do, right? like, you do good work. You do good work and you're yeah. paid and you're well compensated for it with hmm. a company that has a global outlook on life and on human possibility. Mm-hmm. Like, as I am today, if I go and tell my boss, you know, I think I want to, you know, move into this department because I feel like there are things like... Go and do it. 
Like, wow. I want to build XYZ, go and it. build it. You know, I feel like I want to transition to the travel department. I want to optimize this process. I want to go and do it. Because, like, brilliance, that is the fundamental philosophy of Andela. Brilliance is evenly distributed. Mm. But opportunities How did you find not. this company? Like, did you just, like, Myself? find you? <laughs> oh, God. Like, everybody, Andela is, like... Everybody's talking about it. it. Like everybody is talking about it. And like there's something like I like to, you know, when people are talking about like finding companies and stuff, it pretty much is that theory of um, attraction, selection, and attrition. Mm -hmm. Like if you're able to find something that say that one more time, sorry. Attraction, selection, and attrition Mm -hmm. is the ASAP theory. You Mm -hmm. can look it up. So if you're able to find a company that kind of embodies the values that you are you know, that are very dear to you, mm-hmm. you definitely would naturally be attracted to that company. Mm-hmm. And then and the company... will be attracted to you too. Exactly. And they'll be attracted to you too. And then there's the selection process that happens where the company then says, do, do you reflect our own values? Mm. In as much as we reflect yours, do you mm-hmm. then reflect ours? And then selection happens and you're able to stay there. So if is that, that why... Sorry to cut you off, but is that why like companies like Andela or like Google-like or Apple, where the yeah. process is so long yep. and drawn out, yep. is that why? Yes, that pretty mm. much is... part. That pretty much is an example of that playing itself out. Mm. Because, like, I'm going to be hiring a couple of people um, when I get back to Nigeria. Well, and, I just, oh, God, and I was just <laughs> designing the hiring process. And it's not the... What's it called? It's not your regular. Why do you what want do you to like work to here? Do? What do you like what do you to do? do? Um, what do you see yourself in five years? Well, um, <laughs> not even that. Um, like so, what was the chemical formula for? What is this? What is that? People ask that. Do you in Nigeria? Girl, <laughs> they don't even know. Like, take this exam. You have thirty minutes. Why? How does this diagram fit into? Oh God, please! It's more. It's questions about passion. It's questions mm-hmm. about why do you feel that you're going to add value to this role? Like, why do you want to change jobs? Like, why do you feel that this is the next move for you in your career? Like, questions like that that are really thought-provoking. And you, as someone who wants to hire that person, if you're able to read just what they're saying and then you bring them in for an on-site assessment, you're able to filter them precise. Um, was it, isn't it Warren Buffett that says he doesn't sign contracts? Or is it Warren Buffett or Churchill? That says he doesn't sign mm-hmm. contracts. He shakes people by the hand and looks eh? them in their eye. Wow. That don't work for me. I'm <laughs> to take that. I mean, just the initial right here. Wherever the X is, that really, you know, that really touched me though because I never really thought of the the job process like that because I talk to also all the time about like how to negotiate your salary and yeah. things of that nature. Saying, but I've never thought about the whole attraction to a job and a job yes. jobs attraction. Be- because at the end of the day. The end product of that will be attrition. It's either mm-hmm. you leave or the company kicks you out. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Either I'm unsatisfied or the company notices I'm unsatisfied. Exactly. And they're just like, yeah, I'm sorry. It was killed by... <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how it works. And I'm definitely going to use this. I'm going to need that in a couple months. The other's out here dropping gems. Wow. <laughs> 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 LinkedIn are you? No, we're, we're all having fun. We're all like, Absolutely. I'm, I'm getting wow. good vibes off yeah, the both absolutely. of you. And this is like We're being transparent. There she goes again. No, this it really opened my eyes though a lot though because, you know, like I just graduated last year and a lot of things are changing and I'm just like, damn, like, Hmm. what do I really want to do? I know we've all been there. What is it called? The pre life crisis. Yes, it is. We all had to. I was in a terrible space because all my friends at a young age were super successful and by young age, by young age, I mean like twenty, eighteen, nineteen. They have their career like. I have a friend who is a medical doctor who was, 
who was in medical school but was already a seasoned actor. Excuse me. Recognized and winning awards, and he was still in medical school. Wow. Right now, he's in U- UCLA. Oh, oh nice. After graduating medical. I'm just like, like, what am oh, I doing? Like, people yeah, like that yeah. put you under so much pressure, and you're just like, what am I doing with my life? But, yeah. but that's why you have to put a big hole on that mind, on that thought and be like, you can't compare yourself. I, exactly. You can't. Yeah, because you don't know what what's their motivation. So, primarily, like I, this is how I think about it. Primarily, it's not comparison. It is... Am I am I sure that I have as much drive as they? As they. Mm. Do you get me? Like I loved like it was terrible growing up, but like I love the fact that those were the kind of people that I surrounded myself with, like over ambitious young men who were either like it's either I get something doing or I start my own business and they were doing it and I was watching them fail and keeping at it and then succeeding and then getting wins and then having losses and would cry on each other's shoulders and I'm just like oh my god I'm here like what are you doing like that pre-life crisis kind of hits you and like I said it's important that you have a strong support system of people Mm. who believe in you like my friends always would tell me it's like it's because you don't want to like you're the one who doesn't want to start doing something you're your biggest like like you're your biggest blocker thank you like once you once you decide that this is what you want to do Doors are going to start open. Like, mm. I never thought, in as much as I have had this idea that I wanted to be Ryan Seacrest. Mm. Like, oh, which okay. you will. <laughs> like, you I, never, I never thought it was going to happen for yeah. me. Like, now, I mean, on New Year's, New Year's Eve this year, mm. I was hosting the red carpet and covering the event organized by Lagos State Government. Wow. I interviewed, I'm not I, I interviewed somebody. <laughs> Come on. I was in yes. a clip on CNN. What? I was the only person there with mics and stuff just going around and talking to people. Wow. And we did the countdown. I'm like, that is in Nigeria. The US version of that is that Ryan Seacrest is in Times Square doing the ball drop ball and drop. talking to people. And I'm just like, Beardo, can you see that all those things that you kind of projected lying. for yourself? I kind of just. But the only thing I asked of you is to have media responsibility and <laughs> of course okay don't just be giving us sweet sweet questions so what advice would you give the you know the person who just graduated because I found myself because I do makeup and yeah. I was just I had just stopped doing it I was I was just kind of over it at yeah. one point I was like oh my god everyone's doing it yeah um everyone's trying to talk down my prices yeah. like am I too expensive then you start to like question your own artistry like am I really you. even good and I was just like you know fuck it like fuck this yeah. industry I'm over it like yeah. I'm so done let me just focus on the podcast and it's yeah. like yeah the podcast is is my passion yeah but makeup is like another passion another yeah. passion of mine so what would you advise someone who just graduated who was in the post-grad phase of life so um even till today i'm not gonna lie to you i still don't believe in myself Mm. like i constantly have imposter i constantly have imposter syndrome i can show you a text from my friend that i literally sent today like it's it's not it's not a lie i actually do need to show you and it says, um, it says, you know, like, hi, today, I was wondering when you're free. I want to talk about some some professional development choices I'm considering. Hmm. Like, that is constantly me. I never feel mm-hmm. like I'm good enough. I never feel like I am at the space where I can relax. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to say is, for That's whatever... That's probably the perfectionist to do that. Probably. <laughs> but for whatever it is that you think you want to do, first of all, the important thing is to know what it is. Like, and knowing what it is could take you five years, could take you 10 years, Mm -hmm. but have an idea of it and then try to start to build towards it. 
knowing that every step in that direction is going to get you, you know, to that final place. Um, this is tough for me to say, but like, and it's the first time I'm ever saying this on air, but I was in a job that I didn't love for almost three years. Wow. Okay, it went, I went through, I went through it. Mm. I went through it. And I was talking to someone about it yesterday and he asked me like, so why? <laughs> like seriously, why? Because like, like when I told him everything, like he, he almost started crying. I was like, guys, like, okay. come on, like we're having dinner. I didn't mean for it to be gloomy, but he was right. like, why did you stay there? I just told him that I just feel like, I just thought that, you know, there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And some days that light felt like a train. Like, you felt like, oh, boy, that is a train right there. Like, you're going to die on this tunnel <laughs> light that you like that you think you're seeing, right? Yeah. But, like, I just knew that it was all going to amount to something. Mm. It was all going to get me somewhere. It was all going to it was all gonna pay off someday. So as long as you have a slight understanding of it and you stick to it and you're going and you keep at it, it's going to lead up to something. Like, just don't lose faith in whatever that thing is. Like, it could feel like you're juggling a bunch of things at different times, but, like, another tough thing to say is, like, for me, like, my father passed in my second year in the university, and I went from having someone who kind of had the chess pieces for me to live mm-hmm. my life to just not having that, mm-hmm. right? Like, mom was all she needed to be, but, like, she, I had siblings that, and I was the first, so oh. I, I didn't want to take too much of her, right. right? Like, I needed her to just be there in that headspace for them, and... I just like moved out of the house and I said, I'm going to go figure out what I'm going to do, mm. right? So as long as you're able to know what that is and you feel like you can keep at it and it's, you know, giving you a sense of sustenance, just keep at it. Like one day it's definitely going to it's And definitely I feel like moments through. like that, I mean, with, with the scenario you gave with your, um, you know, being at a job that you didn't necessarily love, yeah. but it made you figure out what you want to yeah. do. You yeah. know, I feel like those harsh, you know, rose and the thorn moments yeah are necessary so you could get to that beautiful world. Exactly. Because, you know, like, you, you might not... It might not be what you want to do, but in doing that, you definitely know what you don't want to do. What you don't want to do. <laughs> so exactly. that in itself well, is yeah, knowing something. Yeah, right, exactly. Do you get me? So, like, keep at it. Like, if it's makeup you want to do, like... If it's if it's a skill that you have, it's something that you're blessed with. Just, just like don't discard it. Oh, guys, I know. Oh, oh so <laughs> Like don't discard it. I'm so like. Like don't. It's a gift. Like don't yeah. discard it. Like even though you don't want to do it professionally, yeah. but like even if it's a day you wake up and you're just like, I'm gonna wear makeup today, mm. right? Like. Just for me. Like, yes, that's, that's, that's the list. Somebody's definitely going to see it. I'm like, oh my God, who did your makeup? Legit, that's how Idi and I met. Like, exactly. I, was like, I literally I, walked into her store and like, she told me to sit down. And like, we started a, a conversation then. Yeah. And I was like, I follow you on Instagram. Like, <laughs> can you imagine, like, you know? And, and, yeah. and I feel like, and I've sat in Idia's Idea, chair so many times and I've, I've been around people that have sat in Idia's chair. Yeah. Idia literally loves literally loves the beauty industry and I could yeah. see where her frustration could come because gotcha. again there's so many people so infiltrating many people. it yeah. but you have to understand that there is room for everybody they're actually there they're but honestly, you know your craft but you know, you know when you see potential. people who are not passionate and you know it's just like it's because it's all a knack it's, it's all because they're making money off it yeah. not even that it's like people like literally charge twenty dollars mm. for something that I charge two hundred dollars for and then it's like you have that oh, but I could go to her because she's cheaper. Yeah, it's and like, it, it yeah. is frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's really, really frustrating. But I think and we had another makeup artist, Mishuda, she came on and she said it's grace. Mm. At the end of the day, yeah. it's grace. Like you like for you to be 
for you to sustain this long, and you still do makeup, yeah. yeah. But you may not do it the way you want to, but you still do it to an extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for you to be sustaining this long in the industry for this amount of time, yeah. it's great. It's like some people sure. pack up. Sure. Some people pack up and be like, this is not for me, but you're still doing it some way, yeah. somehow. And now you've also found something that you love. I mean, yeah. come on, you just said you were on a radio. Like, yeah. that is <laughs> that is badass. Like, yeah. that on any CV, anywhere, is going to get people talking to That's you. That's true. Do you get yeah. me? Like, I'm sure that if you look, there are gonna be there's going to be a radio station in Nigeria that will say, you know what, condense your condense your podcast and give it to me in a thirty second blip. Amen. I'm gonna insert I'm going to insert ads into it and I'm gonna make it a show on my radio station. That means you're gonna come live in Nigeria with me. I, I'll come live. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to come live there. You can send your stuff on the internet. <laughs> You can send your stuff out really want to live in Kenja. Show me a place, baby. Let me get this for you. Just Island. Banana Island. Banana Island. Thank you. I'll be in Kenja. In Kenja. I like Kenja. That's like it's kind of deep, though. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just like, stick at it. Like, stick it out. Did you get me? Stick it out. Because, you know, we do, like, I don't want to say I found, I find this more passionate. Yeah. But, you know, the when people respond to our episodes, it's like, oof. Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of scary. You mm. know what I mean? Like, or like when people walk it up to me on the street, like, hey, like, it didn't even me do it. Or right. Just it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, like, I literally love, I literally, like, the concept of, like, just winging it, like, mm-hmm. that name is so powerful. Mm. So I listened to, like, a couple of episodes oh, today. Yeah. And I was just like, that's <laughs> Like it really is, and I love the fact that you know it's just like it's honest conversation, Mm -hmm. which people, which many people don't get to have these days because everything is so scripted and it's like formatted. Everybody's formatted, and that's and and that's not and that's exactly what we didn't want. We we wanted to have you know honest raw yeah and and it all like was rounded and it came together and I was like listening like I had my headphones on all day on the table I was just like listening I was listening to the one with the guy who wrote the book about making money oh Um, Jeremiah yeah that book is really good I was just like really guys like this is so cool Thank this you. Is so Thank cool. you I'm so, so I'm so happy. Like, Thank you, guys, you for being here. This no, like, this is huge for me. <laughs> I can't wait to like share like all the flyers and like <laughs> tell people, oh my god, make sure go listen, yes. go talk Thank to them, go do Thank this. You so much. How's yeah. your stay been in New York? <sighs> I never cold. thought I would like <laughs> Chicago's colder though. Yeah, yeah but I, I never thought I would like New York because it's like you watch movies, you see TV, and it's like, why do I want to go to a place that is just like Lagos? <laughs> like, literally, it's just like Lagos. It's like, but like, it's slightly organized, the streets are cleaner, and there's like there's nobody peddling, there's nobody peddling anything on the road. But then I got here, like, the first time, I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the island in you. Yeah. <laughs> and then. It kind of, I kind of got used to it, like jumping on the train, finding my way around. Mm -hmm. Because like last time I was here, I was in uh, Chicago and Miami. So like Miami is just like so organized. And then you're here, it's like, there's like a hundred people walking on the road. Excuse me. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. And you know, so like like right now, I'm kind of used to it. Mm -hmm. But like, I just look at my wife, I just get off my door, right? (laughs) Just so hard. Where where are you staying? I'm 12 John Street. Where's oh, that? That's, that's uh, isn't that downtown? Yeah, is it downtown? Oh, it's like downtown. Right? Like, like by Wall Street. It's like I just yeah. want, I just want a father rice. You know, they, they have Nigerian restaurants. There's actually one right here. A Nigerian restaurant? It's not Nigerian, but they call themselves a West African restaurant. Oh, okay. So you actually find like Ebusi and a bunch of other stuff there. It's like down the block. So I started going there. Um, 
Chicago was even so much colder. Yeah, oh, I was just there was, for my dad. My dad lives yeah. in Chicago. It was, yeah. no, and I they don't even dress warm in Chicago. They don't? No. They kind of do. But it's here that I'm surprised that some people are... No, we're bundled up here. Well, there, they have nice breakers on. People wear this without a... You came in with a jacket with this on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people... Do, like, I see people in the morning. I'm just like, excuse me. I see it's like, Breeze not touching your body. <laughs> 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 what is going on? I'm like, oh, are, you, are you really okay? Like, sometimes you're trying to take a picture and your hand freezes up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're trying to press this damn button on your phone. And you're just like, it's not clicking. What Shout out to the voice memo. Right. Right. <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm on my way. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, oh. But yeah, it's been cool. That's it's it. been really cool. I have I didn't get to meet too many people, obviously because like work and work, everything. Work, work, right. But like, yeah. You should um, definitely come back in the summer. If you um, I foresee myself coming back. I'll be in there the in December, so be, yes. be where you're at. Yes. We're gonna rain. We're gonna top it. Top, 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 top. Yeah. Even though I don't like to go out too much in December, yeah. because but that's like, like the every best single thing. It's less crowded. Well, let me tell I you. Like let me tell too. you what. In December, so, oh yeah, I just got uh, back. No, wait, no, I just got back. No, no, no. What, what I was saying about no, so it wasn't that crowded. He was like, oh, because everyone's in the village for New Year. That's evil people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's and that actually is a good. And that is like from the twenty six ninth. No, the twenty six. Oh. No, it's from the twenty six to the second. No, because yeah, some concerts third. still happen like twenty six oh. and twenty seven. But like you see that twenty ninth, that's the best. Go south. In the city of Lagos, I love it. You can drive at two a.m. You can drive at 12 p.m. in the afternoon and it's like 2 a.m. Don't go in the night. slow. Oh, it's lovely. And you don't see people post like, you people should please stay in your village. Stay your village. <laughs> Just stay. Don't come back. We're enjoying Lagos like this. But like, so I mean, you're building the rail. The rail? Say what? I'm laughing at you. How many years ago? I mean, but because my mom has a store in Trade Fair, right? Gotcha. And it, it's literally, and Bagada is like, is it Bagada or Bagadri? You know? Bagadri. Badagri. Badagri is literally like fair. the next town over. So for me to see it from Trade Fair all, all the, way, the way, all the way to like Lagos Island, I'm like, yeah. ah, they are trying yeah, small they, now. They are trying, but like, that thing has been on before my father even passed. Uh-huh. For like 2009. Because the last time wow. I went to Nigeria before last year was 2007. Exactly. So it and they hadn't there. started then. Yes, yeah, yes. exactly. Hey. Well, yeah, two years ago, the year before They're trying. They actually yeah. are trying. Um, so I, I don't really go out a lot in December because like, there's so many concerts and they're all packed and mm. everybody wants to go to them. And everyone's the, but, like, there. Mm-hmm. I got to work f- at the concert on December 31st and everybody came. So Davido, Whiskey, Olamide. So it was like attending all those concerts at in one night. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, one thing I love about Lagos is the fact that in as much as it is so hectic, it mm. kind of gives you these little moments where you're able to just take, have a good laugh. It mm. could be you're driving to work and you just see these people fight. I was just like, what, 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 what is on this? Like, yeah, I, would on never, this? I would never forget. Me, we were coming from seeing, um, from we seeing was it the wedding party? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And this this boy, um, he was you know begging on the street, and I didn't have we didn't have any more cash. Yeah. The only cash we had was for the bus. Yeah. And he and then I was eating ice cream out. The ice cream was so good. And oh I God. and then he asked Nelson, oh I'll take the ice cream. He was like here. And I was just like oh, no. God no no this ice cream. Not this ice cream. Not this ice cream. Not this ice cream. Okay. No hell no. It was maggot too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what's so next kinda... for you, Mister? 
what is anything next you can give us any hints, any exclusives, any. I gotta, wa- I gotta watch your um your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yourself out. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you. shout out to your boy B Diesel <laughs> on Instagram and you know all the social media platforms. I think on Facebook is Biodo Abdul Hakim, but um Instagram. Where did that name come from? That's my Muslim name. So oh, Biodo oh, and then Abdul Hakim. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> she went there. She went yeah, so it's, um, it's at B Diesel on Instagram, and that's why I post most of my B-E-E-D-I-E-S-I-E-L. We'll link it in the bio. In the description. Yeah, so what's next for me? I think that this year. This is, I feel like, I wish I don't, I hope I don't regret this in December when I listen to this podcast again. <laughs> so, I want to explore more of my creative side. Mm. Um, I'm looking to do a lot more than just, um, you know, just hosting the news. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that has kind of started. You can start your own podcast. <laughs> There's not that I'm many not that podcasts. There's not that many podcasts in Nigeria. I know, I'm not that brave enough. Oh, come on, what I'm are you saying? If you're standing in front of TV. Front but of a bunch world. of people, so a bunch of people have like reached out to me to say, oh, they want to probably start something. Yeah. and they're hoping that I'd come on and I'm like yeah sure um, I've collaborated with some photographers okay, um, nice. I was a guest on Shade Corner which is coming yes. up soon shout out to Shade Corner and yeah so um, I'm looking forward to just doing more stuff mm-hmm. and also like personally professionally I'm hoping to just like be a better experienced qualified version of myself mm. so that my market value you know oh, just like legal husband material do you feel any pressure um with getting married in nigeria like do you feel the um the heat because I, mean, I don't know how old you are but yeah also i don't necessarily feel any pressure mm-hmm. but as a young man how old um, are you I am 26. Okay. What? Oh, it's finished. Wow. I'll be 27 in July. Ah, uh, yeah. That's still December for me. My birthday's on Christmas Day. Oh, Christmas baby. Yeah. So, um, I don't necessarily feel any pressure to mm-hmm. get married, but, or like, you know, start a life. But I am very concerned about my, I'm very actively conscious about my economic status so Got that it. I am able to... Ooh. Fit properly in that, yes, afford a family. Forget affording a wedding, affording a family. <laughs> and also, like, affording, affording a family at an early age. Because, like, mm. one thing that I don't want is when I'm 35 and then my kid is just, like, maybe two. That's not wrong that it's, not, it's not that wrong. But you're like, a man, though, so it's yeah, a little different. You can, you can do it. Like, so, no, maybe I said that. So maybe I said that. Maybe that was not the best. And I just, so I don't want to be, like, 50 and then, and, then okay, my, okay. and then my son is just, like, five. five right, right, right. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, because like, I actually want to have, like, a energy proper, relationship. So, exactly. So if, you, if, you're thinking, if you're thinking in that direction, then you would know that you have to kind of start. So then, I want to just make sure that if and when I do decide to start a family, I'm able to afford one. It's not really about where would you live? Where would I live? (laughs) So I won't lie to you. My story is not like many of those people out there. I my very first job, I started working for free. My first salary was fifteen k, and then after yes, a month. That's people's lives. It kind of gets and it just started going like that. Like I'm, I don't have one of those fancy stories. Trust Mm -hmm. me. So like, even though I live on the island now, like by grace, by grace, (laughs) it's your life, girl. When I feel like I probably would have to like. 
transition. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are actually being honestly realistic, mm-hmm. unless I set, like, some brutal targets for myself, mm-hmm. I can definitely afford to live on the island. But, like, if you want to live comfortably, mm-hmm. you can start from somewhere that is probably not the island. And then but what is the real beef that. with the island and the mainland? Because when no, I was no, in, so, I like the mainland. First of all... <sighs> not necessarily beef with the bands. It's really about you as an individual. Like, where did you grow up? Where mm-hmm. is your life? Mm-hmm. So for me, all of my friends, everything is on the island. If I mm-hmm. move to the mainland, it probably is going to be hard for me to keep up with that life. It's and like also, like, exactly. Girl, also unless we're driving. The uh, the things that I do creatively are all, all, all happen on I mean, the, the island. island. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. Like having to commute to like back, a long yeah. way. Um, it's easier if you live on the island and work on the mainland because when you're going to the mainland you're against traffic and then when at night you're sure. kind of against traffic as mm. well so it's easier to commute so it's just like a logistics thing and also with like financial planning like if you know you want to live comfortably like the amount of money it'll cost you to get a one bedroom apartment on the island might probably get you a two bedroom apartment with a big that. kitchen mm-hmm. and probably a big queue on the mainland. <laughs> so like it depends on what you want. Right. Like if you're one of those people who feel you want to be like a bachelor for an extended time, or if you're like probably like the last born in the family and you don't feel like you have Any too pressure. many pressure or responsibility, like you can't live on the island. <laughs> who cares? But like mm-hmm. if you know you have you're the first, you have like younger ones who are probably gonna come want to come and stay with you mm-hmm. at some point in time and you just want your family to have that experience experience of just you as an individual you might want to get a two-bedroom apartment in a place that is really nice mm-hmm. like it's not all parts of the mainland yeah like Come there's Magodo there's Magodo there's even Surulere Body Thomas is there <laughs> yeah. there's uh, even Yaba there are a bunch yeah, of Yaba. current estates yes, in Yaba yes, yes. so it just depends on, like, <laughs> it depends on you depends on you as an individual like on the island, she lives no, my mom place. lives on the mainland, okay. and like I go see her every weekend. So. Yeah, Probably so it depends on you. Like, like yes, God. yes, <laughs> God. you gotta give her your Sunday. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, um, that that yeah. pretty much is Lagos. Is 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 tricky. It's interesting. And so, I just what was the that. experience between um, Magodi? What's that? Uh, what's the state again? I think that you went to school. Ma, Ma. Meduguri. Ew, thanks very much. <laughs> Meduguri <laughs> and Lagos. Ashwali is not really best. Ew. I don't oh. really like to remember it. I, <laughs> I would like to, I feel like I have actively suppressed that memory really? of that schooling bad? in Maiduguri. I mean, like... Who forced you to go there? My father was being a disciplinary. He was just me. like... Because I remember I did not apply to University of Maiduguri. Oh, so like, your dad worked in the education no, or something? No, he was just like, boy, I'm going to get you there. You should no have been learning for all of that. So what happened was... I. Sc- Actually, I'm from Illinois. Interesting. Ah, okay, I applied. Boy. So he was like, "Do you want to go to last?" I'm like, "No, that school is that school ain't." <laughs> and then he said, "Do you want to go to uni?" Like, and I'm sure that uh, like many people had this perception at the time. I was like, "No, uni like is a fashion school. Everybody who goes there, everybody who goes there is just going there to dress." So. <laughs> <laughs> somebody else. I'm not gonna mention his name. Who's similar? But you know. <laughs> we like, like Brisky. <laughs> Like that was my that was my perception of uni like at the time. Mm-hmm. So he was like, So do, are you gonna do uni learning? Then I'm like, oh, I have to get a house, I can't be staying in our family house. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I didn't know that this man this guy was plotting plots. Hey. So I filled uni uni learning, I did everything. So apparently my father had gone to get me a what's it called, change of institution form, <laughs> sent me to my degree, came home one day, this day is like, yeah. You got admission to me, degree. I'm like, stop. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm like, daddy, stop. 
<laughs> and then he slams an envelope on the table. Oh, I see an admission letter. Oh, I God. see a plane ticket. Oh, and three days later, the next day, my mom shows up with two big boxes. <laughs> packed with a stove, rice, gari, pamel, this, that, that. Nice. The next day, I was on a plane to Medugri. I was just like... At least you took a plane. Shit. <laughs> I was just like, wait, like... Is this how this happens? <laughs> and like one hour, like one hour, 30 minutes flight. Wow. And then, what did your parents do for a living? So my father was a banker and mom just had like a bunch of jobs. So she worked at NAFTAC and then the like Federal Ministry Server? of Health. Yes. Okay. And then also had like a business. Oh, nice, well. nice, nice. And just shipped me to Medivere. Oh. And I remember I got there that day. Damn, and mom and dad. Immediately <laughs> I came out of the flight. My wristwatch, the glass on it cracked. It what? It, it was that, that it was that hot because like and also the, the change Lord. in temperature yeah. from like the plane into like oh, the heat it just went quick I was just like yeah. this is not meant to be like it was so dry like you're looking at that building and you can just see heat waves like in between you know when you're looking at the roof yes. of the house yes. and you can just see that and I was just like this is not happening Oh my god. You made it through house. those? Yes. I did. I survived sandstorms. I survived sandstorms. Yes. Yeah, ain't no you desert. Know. It's literally the desert. Have you Googled Meduguri? Have you Googled Meduguri sandstorm? No. You see all tons of photos. Like, you think it's going to rain, everywhere goes dark, and then sand just, like, blows through. Are you serious? You've seen the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, the way sand blows through. Are you, what, what, were classes, like, canceled? No, everybody just stays. Like, cars park on the road, oh. and you all just, like, try and cover up what you can. But, like, the sand is so fine, because it literally is from the desert, and it's, like, enters everywhere anything anything with the yeah. hole well like cars definitely park and then you have this random burst of wind that just like takes sand up and throw it in your face survived scorpions eh? survived daddy time to go survived raging rain that would literally cause floods and freezing nights oh that's why like it got flooded that yeah so it's like pretty much like all sorts of things happening the weather it's a freak it's a freak town but all the guys just want to just I'm telling you and I feel sick severely because I'm asthmatic and then (sighs) I survived anyway and then I also survived the bomb blast what? because then Boko Haram started before and you were there? Hey, I'm not Rihanna. You hear that? yeah I told you like it was one of those miracles type situations where I was in this car. So there were three cars on the road. The one in the oh middle, God. the one in the middle was my was the car that was the cab that I was in. And then so we are all driving like that. And Jesus. then the lady in the car just screams, "This is my bus stop. You have passed my bus stop. You have passed my bus stop." And the car like literally breaks. And then the car behind us overtakes and then joins and then becomes the car in the middle. So as we drop this woman off, like I promise you, not a second after Jesus. that car stopped, the first car in front just blew up. Like, God is boom. so good. The car that overtook us was like right beside it at the time. It flew to the other side of the road. The blast impacted the cab that I was in and the windscreen like shattered. Mm. Inside. Yeah. And I was sitting in front and everything just went. Pff. My ear was ringing. No, 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 no. no. Oh. Something else. <laughs> I was disoriented. Oh and what I did just, your mom say? I couldn't reach her because, like, at that time, oh. they only used to turn on the network servers like weekends. Huh? Like, it's a way to curb the terrorist means of communication. Why did your dad send you there? At this point, he didn't know. At this point, he done passed. <laughs> he passed. He passed second year. Second year. This was third year when everything started. I was just like, where to go, Dad? <laughs> right. Where to go? Wow. 
So yes, all of that was God happening. is looking grace. There's nothing like grace and favor. Like it was yeah. favor ain't fair. I've I never heard anyone to, who's I don't try who to been been by a, like a, a, a terrorist attack. My girl was something else, man. Oh my god. I'm supposed to go back there to go do something. No, 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 Fuck off. Y'all be okay. <laughs> right? No. Email me. Thanks. <laughs> Word. Oh so, my yeah, god. But thank happened. God for grace and favor, because favor ain't fair. And yeah. thank God. Yeah. But I'm so I'm kinda happy that I went through that because the quality of education there was quite good. Was it? And we were only affected by the strike once because mm. the first oh, time wow. yeah, the first time that happened, they like made a decision to, to leave ASU. So the same way University of Medjugorje is not affected by the strikes that happen to the universities. Mm-hmm. Uh, University of Medjugorje. Yeah, because if you were on strike, you probably wouldn't be able to finish school in four or five years. You'd exactly. be there like six, seven. Exactly. So and it only happened like... Went to school in Ekpoma and they had... She didn't finish... She went to school for like seven years. Imagine. Oh. I, could, I could never. Because <laughs> you're on strike for like almost a year. I'll, go, yeah, I'll yeah. transfer and go to it's another school. It's hard to transfer. Very, oh, and that's like... And that's the... That's, that's what I'm saying. That's Nigeria, why people make mistakes. Help. Like, the moment you transfer, <laughs> you then get stuck in between two universities and you have to start all over again. Even when you even, like, change your, your majors, too. Yeah. It's like, like, if you're a bio, you like, want to go to, like, You know law? the worst? It's like the I ones who... So the ones who, when they now finish at fourth year, they then try and collect their certificate and they're like, oh, you were not enrolled. That's not it, And we put your shit. I thought Cutie was bad. Yeah, first. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We're very poor. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to... Get my credits and transfer to another school seamlessly. Oh with no issues. And it's CUNY. The CUNY is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Trust me. I dread it. Like, then if you fail the course, like, you cannot, like, go Carry and talk over. to... No, like, if... So, for example, you read so hard for this course and then you write the exam and you get a, you get a D instead of maybe, like, an A that you're expecting. You now want to go and talk to the lecturer. They excuse me. Oh like, oh like, you're like oh like you like oh no you smart you. okay you 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 smart I'm gonna see how many other courses you gonna pass in this faculty. Oh shit! Is that that like those are realities of some Nigerian students? Like it's crazy. And that's why people just go to school in Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, so yes. serious, it's so yes. serious. Sleep with the professor. Oh wow! No, don't do that. <laughs> but it's a reality. We're not promoting it that is, at all. It is. It wow. is. It's, it's so sad, but um, we're happy it all turned out well, you know. Yeah. Um, I hope that there are a bunch of um, there are quite a bunch of people. Out, of course, there are a bunch of people out there who have done like their undergrad and master's education in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And you, and you know, did so. all of that in Nigeria. Yeah, but like for my master's, I had to go to Lagos Business School. So. Oh, <laughs> oh but you, no, but you did all it's of your big. schooling in yes, Nigeria, which yes, is very, very, very impressive. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of people they go, they feel like going to school abroad is like yeah, yeah, end all be all. all. <laughs> I mean, it provides some sort of like upper echelon. I guess. Kind of but yeah. look, look at look at him. That's yeah. true. You got great education That's in true. your own country. You didn't have to go far. Well, he don't have to go far. Fight. <laughs> that's like, that's privilege. You gotta take that night bus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so kidnap, when the kidnap. when the uh, insurgency happened, they shut down the airport. So getting out of my degree had to be. Man, at, Nigeria has some funny systems, right? <laughs> <We'll> so <laughs> so when the thing got really bad mm-hmm. and they had to close the school down for like a month, all the states were sending planes to a neighboring state to go pick up students their students. So. Mm-hmm. If you were from Lagos at the time, you would go to like um, maybe Gombe or Yola and take a plane to Lagos because Fashola sent flights. Oh, nice. That was when I know that it's not by being born in Lagos. <laughs> Your state of origin is Quara State. <gasps> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at 
see that coming. But the gag is. But the gag is. Oh my god. But how like, would they tell though? Your, your ID card. card. I mean, but if you're still, like, I was born in St. Nicholas, so. Well, your ID card on your university ID said, because they are only allowed to fly students from the school. So you go to the plane, you so show your ID you card. Go? I was like, Quara <laughs> said, girl, I took a bus. From Quara or from Medugri? From Medugri to Lagos. <laughs> 24 hours. freaking hours. My uncle by used to go to school in Jigawa. Non stop. He used to go to school in Jigawa. He used to non stop bus. Like they'd it only was a non stop bus? Yeah, they only stopped for you to pee. At night, the bus went all through. They drive uncle? The drivers were, you know, they, they switched or? They didn't really switch, but they used to drink like all sorts of stuff. Uh uh-uh, uh, like, it's awake. okay. Mm-hmm. I will stop somewhere. That's scary. Like buses somewhere. are even more terrifying. I heard. Yeah. I heard they And then you drive through like all these towns that are just like so dodgy and at night you're sleeping and you just and you don't know who's going to kidnap you don't know anything like it's so scary like i endured now that i think about it like i would never let even my child go through that Mm. we need to talk (laughs) (laughs) we need to talk ring ring (laughs) we need to talk like what were you thinking when i was taking those night buses to lagos it's ah but yes, we went, we went through all of that. It was it was a frightening experience. But, but would you still go back to the north to visit? For what? No. Um, to visit. Like tourism. I won't lie to you. When I got to Medjugorje, it was the most beautiful town in Nigeria. I've seen pictures of the north, and it was been. so beautiful. Yeah, oh, I can't. I can't do like, that. Like I've been I to Joss. Like Joss is like as as far. I think is yeah. Benue and Joss are they? Kind of. Yeah, I've been to yeah. both. St- I can't um, do Boko Haram though. But just like Joss, the play too, the play yeah. too. Oh, like Nigeria like, is really beautiful. If you really go outside of Lagos. My mom came when I felt sick. <sighs> and she was just like, what? This place. And there was light. <laughs> I'm sure. There was light. The North is literally and a you know, The North is because the politicians actually invest in their hometowns. Hmm, but like, why is there so much poverty? Um, It stems from education. Okay. And the like mentality of like, and this is more like a house, being... like a house. It's more house of Fulani, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. unfortunately, yeah, and it's like the people who just want their children to because I won't lie to you, it's like the story of Mandela. Like one child can, one child really has the potential to change the story of an entire family. Do you understand? Like, I one... mean, like they say, when you when you um, educate a woman, you educate the world. Exactly. Uh, so, like, imagine one world, child yeah. who had gone through like can literally just change the whole like yeah. status Send of the all family. of the siblings to school exactly so like if you're insisting that one particular type of education is it's like the limitation that you want your child to have or at a certain age it's just been married off into like a different family like don't get me wrong the most brilliant people in Nigeria to me are the northerners mm. like mm. if you see a northerner who is well educated their English is they're just like and they're so kind hearted they are like they're they are the so best people I just yeah. wish that the population of them that are educated are like really higher than you know in the west or in the east but like mm-hmm. northerners are really nice people wow. trust me they're like my favorite that. people in all of and Nigeria. they got some good food too they got some like food. what tool and stuff no well no well maybe the food that i had oh, surely really that food is probably it's not very good. No. Well, they have good kilishi. Yeah, they have good kilishi. They, they have sweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what's that thing called? It was like with the right, the noodles and the thing. Indomie? Really <laughs> no. With some like stew, like this thing. It was good. It was um, like the spaghetti. Tool. No. It was like spaghetti kind of with like this uh, stew. Couscous. No, spaghetti. I don't know. I had a picture of it. It was good though. Yeah. Shout out to the North holding it down. Fuck Boko Haram. Guys, Osa said it. And I mean it. Like I always do. Hashtag that. Hashtag Osa said it. I don't want them coming on. But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys so much for having me. I wish you. Oh, I'm Patawa! 
Yeah. <laughs> I hope this conversation could go on forever. Yes, and yes, ever, and thank ever. you, oh, thank you so, so much. Good. And we hope that you are enjoying the rest of your stay in New York. I will. Oh my God, there's like three days left to go. Yeah. Do something. Are you working tomorrow? Actually, I'm um, sadly. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow Friday, uh, yeah. But like my friends, some of my colleagues here are like, you know, we're gonna shut down tomorrow. We're gonna Ooh, go nice. payday Friday. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another interesting thing. They oh. pay people twice in this place. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we need to some switch people things. Get paid. Some people get paid by the hour. Oof. Some, some people, people get, get salary. salary. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. I love you know, you know your worth. I love, I negotiate. love it. <laughs> well, I like that. Yeah. It's better to be coming at the end of the month. Like, yeah, like, oh, people are going to be getting like 17 hours an hour. That would be too much. No way. Oh my God. I need to lose it. Like 1,000 hour an hour. Yeah. What is, I feel like everybody should, you know, for some, I don't know. I think that one thing that I would love to do philanthropically mm-hmm. is give people the opportunity to travel. To travel. Yeah, like I would love if it. If I had yeah. an airplane, if I had a fleet of airlines, mm. I probably would... I don't know what it would be. Let's like let <laughs> people travel. Dead. I know. Let people travel for cheaper. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like and that has to go through that It's a luxury. Yeah. Unfortunately, traveling is a luxury. It Having is. a passport is a luxury. Uh, try renewing your passport. Where I come from? Oh, I actually Same thing here too. Have you seen that? Is Nigeria? What yeah. are you? Is Nigeria the home? Yeah, you would. Yeah, I'm literally, <laughs> embassy is like, terrible. I'm sure it's a whole day process when you go to Nigeria. What? This day? is you. You, you can't even go to work we, before you before you do your capturing and everything. It's a whole day, and then the day you get the text message to come pick it up. They even text the you. They text day. you. Oh, they don't text they you. Don't. <laughs> you show. You show. show. You show up, and then they're like, "Oh, the system was down." Right. Ooh, we don't have any more paper. There's no booklets. I will buy the paper. Nigeria, we love you. <laughs> we love you, Nigeria, but we gotta Nigeria. get it together. So pretty, so, <laughs> so amazing. Let's what leave you, on a positive note. What are you good for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Biodun, for you so coming on Just Swinging It. We really appreciate it. Thank and so we hope to see more and more and more from yeah. you. I look forward to it as well. Yeah, um, you guys should please like keep this up. Don't Thank let this you. die. Oh, this is not gonna listen. Reach out to the world yes, and just yes. like ain't nothing gonna stop this. Okay? Yes, I love yes. it. Thank you so much for having me. And just me. for one more time, just drop your socials so people yes. can find you on the so, web. Gotcha. On Instagram and Twitter, it's at B Diesel, B W E D I E S I E L. And on Facebook, it's um Abiodun Abdul Hakim. And on LinkedIn, it's Biodun Lara. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where else can we find you? I'm um, pretty much just about it. Accelerate as well? Um, yes, Accelerate TV on Mondays and Fridays, dropping the news. I am subscribing. Yes. 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 Thank you so much. And subscribe. Yes. yes. Thank, thank you, you thank guys you. for listening to another episode um, of Just Swinging It. Bye.